Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Making Your Impact. I'm very, very glad to have you here today. For those of you who are new here, my name is Melissa Ike. I'm a co-founder and the director of communications and development for The Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit in Oklahoma City that serves survivors of human trafficking. I'm also a writer, speaker, and attorney. And you can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's melissaeick.com. On today's episode, we're going on a field trip. I had a very COVID-safe spontaneous self-care weekend, so I decided to take you on the road with me. We discuss self-care a lot on the Making Your Impact podcast because making our impact can be a lot, and it can burn us out pretty quickly if we aren't careful and intentional. For a more in-depth discussion of the importance of self-care in Making Your Impact, you can check out one of the earliest episodes. Episode three is called Self-Care, Not Just for Instagram. And I also have several other self-care adventure episodes that you can check out. They're pretty easy to find by title. They're called things like self-care adventure, self-care experiment, self-care adventure quest, etc. The inspiration for this self-care adventure came from an article I found about different kinds of rest we need beyond just sleep. It's a different take on the self-care wheel, which I usually consult for self-care activities, I spend a few minutes discussing that article and and you'll hear toward the end of the episode how I felt after actively engaging in these different kinds of rest and whether or not it actually worked. This self-care adventure was pretty low-key and I must say it was very lo-fi. <laughs> uh, it was pretty simple. I just went to some uh, personal places that mean a lot to me, did some activities that I enjoy. Um, in the first half of the episode, you're going to hear some light breeze, uh, some birds chirping, a very, very brief stint with a leaf blower that I managed to mostly edit out. And, you know, or just the sounds of nature. Uh, hopefully this will provide you with some inspiration for your own self-care adventure that is personalized to what you enjoy doing. All right, without further ado, let's hop into my self-care adventure. I am speaking to you live from my self-care adventure weekend. Right now, I am at a tea room in the Oklahoma City area that has a beautiful outdoor deck. You can hear the wind and some wind chimes. Sound effects. I've been sitting out here for a few hours. I had lunch and then I had a little snack, a delicious gluten-free chocolate cupcake, and all of a sudden there's no one out here. The lunch rush has officially ended. I'm under a shade tree. There's plenty of clouds in the sky, so it's nice and bright, but not like so sunny. If you know anything about me, you know that sometimes I find the sun to be a little bit much. <laughs> it's just so pleasant. It's 68 degrees with a nice lovely breeze and it's just quiet. Like I can hear some car sounds. There's a major thoroughfare not far but they're pretty you know ambient 
noise. It's pretty much ambient noise. And like birds chirping every so often. It's really just idyllic. And, you know, I've just been journaling a lot, thinking a lot about what is needed for my upcoming season and what is going to be actually restorative to me. I saw an interesting article last week that I saved on my phone and it talked about the seven different types of rest. And it was saying that sleep alone can't fully restore us. So the different types of rest are physical rest, mental rest, sensory rest, creative rest, emotional rest, social rest, and spiritual rest. So I've been journaling about those and trying to implement them at least this weekend, every single one this weekend. It is sort of like a different take on the self-care wheel, which is usually what I use as inspiration, but it's just really another approach to something similar. So for physical rest, they listed both passive and active. Passive being sleeping or napping. So I highlighted that. Done. I got a good night's sleep last night. And then they talk about active rest. Yoga, stretching, massage therapy were all suggested activities. I thought, well, I'd love to go and get a massage today. I don't see that happening. And of course, at this point in the pandemic, you really still have to be careful with stuff like that. Um, Like I mentioned, I'm fully vaccinated at this point. As far as current science indicates, I have full immunity, but I'm still going to be following the CDC recommendations about mask wearing and distance. So that's still a gray area. I don't know that I would do that anytime soon, but I do love stretching. I stretch every day and I thought, you know, I could do a little bit of extra stretching today to engage in some active rest. I'm for it for mental rest, I have to say the article didn't really give any helpful hints for that. It gave an example of somebody who can't turn their brain off. And they said, well, when you're trying to go to sleep, keep a pad of paper and a pen by your bed. So if thoughts are keeping you awake, you can jot them down. And that's that's good. And it talked about taking mental breaks throughout the day. So maybe it's something that needs to be practiced more regularly to make a difference. But I thought, no, there's got to be an element of that that I can do this weekend. So I thought journaling could be a part of that mental rest kind of getting all the you know we get so much input every day and so I thought maybe this this output of thoughts could be helpful so I journaled beyond my normal morning pages oh boy I can hear something there's a leaf blower the joys of being outside I was just moments ago it was so nice and quiet okay they're not quite as close now um okay where's my list now the wind has blown my pages all around boy oh boy here we go yeah so I thought maybe mental rest also is just really engaging in meditative activities I thought about working on a puzzle this weekend I got a couple for Christmas and so that might be a good sort of mental rest activity I thought just kind of you know playing it by ear at this point Another form of rest was sensory rest. And it talked about all the bright lights and screens and background noise and conversations we have. And it talked about, you know, even just closing your eyes for a few minutes during the day, unplugging. Those are all good. And then it talked about intentional sensory deprivation. I'll say this. It is 
it would be hard to achieve that where I live right now, except maybe in like the middle of the night. Just there's so many people who live around me who have dogs that are constantly barking throughout the day and, you know, loud vehicles. It's probably, speaking literally on cue, I said loud vehicles and a, a nearby loud truck obliged with an example of it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, loud vehicles. I mean, it's going to be that way. Unless you live in the country away from things, it's likely going to be like that. But the thought of it intrigued me. And I thought, I bet that I could drive somewhere not too far from where I live. You know, if I can find a safe place to go and park, maybe when it's nighttime, not too late. There could be a form of intentional sensory deprivation. That way I could drive to a place that's dark and quiet and, uh, you know, it wouldn't be perfect, but it would be something. So I thought that would be kind of um, a fun experiment as well. Okay, creative rest. It suggested being outdoors, check, enjoying some arts, the arts. It suggested, this is like for everyday use, which is good, but for this weekend it said looking at photos of places you love or looking at inspiring art. And so I am thinking about how to go about that. I think a museum would be a pretty safe place to go. And so I'm just considering my options and maybe that will be something that I engage in this weekend. I mean, I won't tell you. You'll know by the end of this episode. Consider this your cliffhanger. Will Melissa go to a museum or not? (laughs) Just super interesting. Okay, the next up was emotional rest and this talked about having the opportunity to freely express your feelings to safe people, cutting back on people-pleasing, being in a place where you can be authentic. I thought that was pretty interesting. I feel like I have a good group of people that I can reach out to regularly to express my authentic feelings. I feel like I have I can I can express the stuff that is in me that feels oh, you know, selfish, ugly, imperfect, judgmental of myself and others. And being able to express those negative feelings helps me move past them, you know. And when I can kind of say those things out loud and hear myself say those things, then I have the opportunity to realize the truth. Like, X, Y, Z. That's not how I actually feel. It's just my knee-jerk reaction. But I can get to a place of where I really feel about something. And so I feel like that might be, now that I'm talking about it, that might actually be one of these types of rest that I engage in the most often. I'm incredibly blessed to have a community of people that I can do that with. And and that might be through Voxer, like different communication apps. Nonetheless, I feel like it is still probably a good thing for me to do this weekend because there's always something, right? And and so I think it would be good for, for me to express those things to someone. So I'll engage in some emotional rest. Oh, what do we got now? A street sweeper maybe? Some kind of loud vehicle but it's more of a low whooshing rather than a sharp leaf blower sound which actually only lasted a minute couple minutes okay the next item up is social rest this is just like surrounding yourself with positive people being around people who you can be authentic with and in the article they really connected the two the emotional rest and the social rest 
Um, but not being around people who need something from you or are negative, but engaging in real community. And I think an aspect of this for me at this point, I've been home most pretty much the entire last year, you know, a few little times here and there that I wasn't, but a friend of mine challenged me to add up all the days where I saw someone, even if it was just like for an hour. And I, I thought, well, maybe I feel like a pretty good conservative estimate is maybe 30 days in the last 365 days have I actually seen someone and it could have been just for a short amount of time but more than like seeing someone through a drive-through window for example so yeah less than 10 percent of days in the last year I actually saw someone in person so social rest for me is maybe going to look like figuring out how to re-engage in society in a way that I feel comfortable so social rest may be a rest from just being alone all the time and that's I'm, I'm struggling with that there's a certain amount of me that I'll just stay in my status quo and it's easy to just be alone it's easy to just do my thing and you know not have to engage with others as much but now it's become too much of a protective shield and also if it's not as necessary as it once was taking all of the proper precautions it would be a good thing to take a break from myself from just being alone so I've been thinking about that anyway and so figuring out how to safely engage with that with other people who will be mindful of being safe as well that's important to me that they take all of those things seriously okay the last one is spiritual rest uh this is something that i wanted to engage in today it's not religiously specific um spiritual rest it said you know uh connecting with something deeper um something higher or bigger than us whether that is through prayer meditation of some kind or a meaningful community where the things recommended by the article. Um, I have a devotional that I have been working through this year, but that I really want to get through more because I keep coming back to questions and thoughts about a specific topic. And I'm like, yeah, the devotional you're in the middle of addresses these things. You just haven't finished it yet. <laughs> I'd be like, I wonder about this. And then I'm like, well, I know where the answer lies. Um, and for some reason, just even doing it five minutes a day has escaped me. And that is something I want to turn around. And so I'm hoping that today I can kickstart it. With that, all of these activities this weekend, depending on how I go about them, I would be engaging in these different types of rest. And to me, that is a pretty darn good restorative self-care weekend. And then I also did engage in a fun thing like the chocolate cupcake, which is the quintessential idea for um, a self-care activity. And so I want to, in addition to these intentional things, I also want to have an element of just being intuitive and doing something that's fun. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why I actually, I, I guess the cart came before the horse this weekend so yesterday was Friday and I think in the back of my mind I knew that this needed to be a self-care oriented weekend I had my Friday morning live streamed 
and that ended at 12.30. And when that ended, I just knew I needed to take this whole weekend off, like off from everything. I guess I'm technically podcasting right now, but it does not feel like work. I, I shut that down and I just got out of the house. Within probably 20 minutes or so, I was out of the house. And I just, I had, I didn't have a plan. I just left. I went and had a delicious turkey baked potato from a local Oklahoma City chain called City Bites. I hadn't had that in a long time and I loved it. I literally, I just didn't want to be at home. And so I sat in the parking lot with my windows down, listening to the How Did This Get Made podcast and... I just sat in the parking lot and I ate my potato. And you know what? It was so nice. I enjoyed it so much. So simple. And then after that, I just went driving around and I ended up having, I guess, so what ended up happening was some of these things that I've already mentioned in the seven different types of rest, I ended up engaging in yesterday. I kind of forgot about that while I was going through this list. I wound up at an Oklahoma City coffee shop sat in the parking lot and had a Zoom conversation with three friends who were my fellow French majors at the University of Northern Iowa, and we had every class together, practically, or some combination of us had every class together for three years. A French department is a small department at any university you go to, and then we would all, quote unquote, study together. Um two or three times a week and we had so much fun that's how I met my friend Anna previous guest of the show and that's how she became just one of my absolute BFFs um she's in South Africa and so the timing was was such that she wasn't able to make it but we've all reconnected after 18 years I'm pretty sure it's been 18 years since we all would have been together and we've reconnected during the pandemic we've met a few times over zoom got me in Oklahoma City Anna in South Africa our friend Ben in Washington State Sarah who lives in Omaha Nebraska and then Alan who is in Cedar Falls which is where we all went to college and we all chatted for an hour and it's pretty amazing how this group of friends that hasn't seen each other this year will actually mark the 20th anniversary of us all having our first class together and there is a possibility that we'll be able to meet up in Iowa around that time when we would have met and I'm really hoping we can make that happen but anyway that's beside the point so I just sat in this parking lot another parking lot activity uh, for an hour talking with them and then one of my lovely dear friends came and met me and we were able to sit outside at this coffee shop and chat for a while for a couple of hours and we were joined by um, another friend who got off work and that was very restorative to me that was some good extroverted time meaningful conversation and I guess that was I guess now that I'm thinking about it I did engage with social rest. Haha, I'm gonna mark it on my list. And then when I woke up this morning after a good night's sleep, my eyes opened and I thought, what am I going to do today? And my first thought was, I'm gonna come up to this little tea room in Oklahoma City and sit outside. And that is what I have done. Uh, as I was driving here, I set a goal of being out of my house until tonight, late enough that I can go to this place in a northern suburb of Oklahoma City called Pops. And how to describe it? It's like a very touristy little gas station, which that doesn't sound like a tourist attraction, but there's um, um, like a diner inside and they have sodas or pops in the Midwest. 
from all over the world. Thousands of different types of soda. I don't really drink that anymore, but it's still fun. But I want to go there, not to go inside, but outside of Pops. And it is like off the beaten path. They have this giant pop bottle with a little straw sticking out at the top. I'll put it on my social media. And it is so cool because at night it lights up in so many different colors. And you're like, this doesn't sound like anything special. But I'm telling you, every person who has come to visit, I, I say, we got to go to Pops. And they're like, okay. And it doesn't sound that cool in the description, but they always love it because it's just unique and everybody loves the light up pop bottle. It actually, when I first moved to Oklahoma City, um, those first few months were just before we found a dragonfly. But before we had that idea, we there was just some uh, uncertainty and it was a stressful time before. This is before we even had the idea for dragonfly. And I didn't really know where to go here to get out of the house because I was so new and I would just drive to Pops. It wasn't that far from where I lived at the time and I would just watch the colors light up the pop bottle just for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It wouldn't stay too long and something about it was just, I guess, kind of meditative and relaxing and it was just for a period of maybe six weeks. That was a stressful time. It became a place of solace for me. And so maybe that's why after a stressful few weeks and this need to refresh before the upcoming few weeks, few months, my mind went there. And it's also, it's far enough away from where I live that it's a good goal to set because I'm going to have to find things to occupy myself and have fun that are also safe COVID-wise. Um so that I don't just go back and hole up at home. I just, I love where I live, but I just can't stay there all the time. So it's like a good benchmark. And then I'm thinking when I'm driving home then, I'll have a really nice little jaunt listening to some tunes and singing along with them. And that is also a very important self-care activity for me. So that's where I am right now. This is my self-care adventure so far. I want it to be this combination of being intentional about the activities that I choose and these different types of rest and freedom and spontaneity. So far, I think that it's been uh, a pretty good combo of both of those approaches. I'm still out here, by the way, I've been talking for 23 minutes and I am still out here alone. It has been 23 minutes since another person stepped out and just enjoying the breeze. That was such good timing. Could you hear it? I said enjoying the breeze and then the breeze happened. Thanks breeze. Now I think I'm just going to see if, see how long I can sit out here without people coming out and just try to keep enjoying what I'm doing. Uh, the next thing I should do is read some in this devotional that I brought with me. I'll tell you how that goes later on. self-care day update. All right, here's what's been happening. The tea room I was at, apparently for COVID, closes an hour earlier than they used to, so I had to take off from there. But listen, I had a really nice time sitting outside. It was so quiet, so I'm thankful. Then I had to move on to my next place, and so I went to a Del Taco, and that is my favorite taco chain. So I got some delicious tacos and sat outside and ate them. Got a little, just a tall flat white 
since it is uh, later in the afternoon. So just two shots of espresso. So I was feeling a little bit sleepy. I think honestly from getting so much fresh air, like it went straight to my brain, more fresh air than I've had in a long time and just felt very relaxed. Oh, I will say this. I did get into the devotional book I was telling you about. I was really getting into it uh, when I realized that I had to pack up and leave. So it was kind of a bummer. So now that I've had my delicious tacos and a coffee, I um, have headed to, this might sound strange, I've headed to this local grocery store chain for some reason. I don't know. I used to live really close to it and the groceries are too expensive for my preference, but it just has such a cool atmosphere. And since I was nearby, I remember that they have some good outdoor seating. So I think I'm going to just take up residence here. It's a really cozy, nice place. It has kind of like a, a warehouse vibe. I'm really not sure what it is, but I really like the place. I'll, I'll post a photo of it on my social media. And I think that this is a good transition point for me until it gets dark out. So I'm going to hang out, do a devotional and just get more chill time in. And I'll say this too. I realized I was a little bit bored, but not bored in the sense of, ugh, like, oh, I'm so bored. It was really just that I was getting that mental rest. Not really thinking about anything, driving around my old neighborhood uh, that I really like, listening to an audiobook by an author I really like. Her name is Ashley Poston. I've had her audiobook for a while and forgot, kind of forgot I had it on Audible. So I started listening to that and I was just kind of like, hmm, kind of bored right now. But I've read about studies in the past that say that boredom can be actually really good for you. And I th like not prolonged boredom, not boredom to the point where you have no purpose or boredom that can, you know, lead to feeling, I don't know, depressed or something, but boredom, I think they mean that it just means that your mind is not overly engaged. It's a positive boredom that I think I've, I've read articles that say it creates space in your brain for new ideas because you're not just over, yeah, overly engaged, overthinking everything. And so I think it was good to get to that point. And it was, it took me about 24 hours of really deciding purposely, I'm not going to think uh, as much as I can. And so I think that's positive. I have reached mental rest state. So I'll keep you posted. Right now I'm going to go in and do some more of this uh, spiritual rest that that article was talking about by doing a little bit more of this devotional. I will report back in with more thoughts and self-care experiences. All right, self-care weekend update. I am at Pops in, uh, well, technically Arcadia, Oklahoma, close to Edmond. I don't know what came over me, but before I headed over to Pops, I went into this grocery store, which was honestly one of the only times, maybe one of the first times in the last year that I actually went into a grocery store. It was so normal and weird at the same time. I got my N95 mask with me and I picked out 
snacks as though I were going to a, a sleepover. Except not the, not the kind of snacks that I would have gotten when I was a kid doing a sleepover. I, first of all, I allowed myself to just get whatever carbs I wanted. I'm really, really working toward a lower carb diet and I've made a lot of progress in that way, but I got some gluten-free Parmesan crackers. I got some shortbread cookies. They had some specialty stuff that I don't find just everywhere. I got a ginger ale. That's really, I really don't drink soda anymore, but a few times a year I will have ginger ale. So I got ginger ale and some more water. And then impulse purchase, I got some Pringles. Just some, I got some sour cream and onion Pringles. I don't remember the last time I got Pringles. I, I purchased these snacks <laughs> for the drive from the grocery store in Edmond, in one side of Edmond, North West Edmond to Pops, which is east of Edmond. And I ate snacks. I'm sitting here looking. You'll see it in my social media posts. What is this place? How do you describe Pops, right? It's it's a gas station. <laughs> the height of elegance. It's a gas station with a cool diner inside with typical diner food. And then... Yeah, this wall of freezer, or freezers, a wall of coolers where you can get pops from all over the world. You can build your own six pack. I'm not going into the pops. And then they've got it, but they do have a nice backyard area with picnic tables and stuff. Um, but in front of it is this giant pop bottle and it lights up. Okay, I think I described it earlier, but I'm actually here now looking at it. And uh, yeah, you can look at it in my photos. It never seems like much when you're just describing it to people, but every single person I have ever brought here loves it. Back in the before, well, I'll tell you what, just weeks before quarantine started, my friend Desi from Iowa, well, from Bulgaria, but she's lived in Iowa for a really long time. She came down with her son to go to oh, probably one of the very last games the Oklahoma City Thunder played. And um, her son it was, I think, 11 at the time. And we came to Pops. I mean, it's a great place for a kid, but adults love it too. I don't know. There's just something so fun. And I remember her son, you can build your own six packs. And so he was very conscientious about building a six pack for his sister, who's a few years older than him with, with pops that he thought she would like. I thought that was so cute. So sweet. Anyway, pops is also, I mean, there's a reason. Well, I guess I can't say why this reason exists. All I know is that it has been a place that I have gravitated to during times of high stress. I don't know what it is that makes this place so calming. Maybe just the pretty colors because they're constantly moving in different patterns that makes it a sort of meditative experience. Maybe because it's dark around me, but there's plenty of people around at the same time. But just coming and gazing at it is something that I have done regular. Well, regularly. It might only be once a year, kind of depending. But since I moved to the Oklahoma City area, you know, it, it could just be that right after I moved here, I went through a few months of one of the most stressful times in my life just before we founded Dragonfly. And 
I had just moved to not too far away from it. And I probably just didn't really know where else to go. But I knew how to get here. And yeah, for whatever reason, and I'm experiencing it now. Just looking at it, people are always taking photos of it, posing in front of it, taking cool pics. And I'm just like watching the colors flash and is so relaxing to me. So I guess this might be one of the, maybe this is, is this a form of active rest or mental rest? Not sure which category of rest it falls into, but I definitely am enjoying it. Maybe, maybe I like it as well because it is just so purely fun. Like there's nothing to get out of this experience. Like there's nothing practical about this experience. I did go outside, walked around outside. I'm in my car right now, you know, to record this, but I did go outside, took a few photos, breathed in the cool night air. The air always seems so fresh out here, maybe because it's a little ways outside of the city, but barely. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I could get gas, although it's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's more way more expensive out here. And you know, in normal times you can get food, but like, yeah, there's nothing practical or work related to coming out here. It's just fun and looking at pretty colors flashing and seeing people having fun. And so, so for some reason, it just gives me a breath of fresh air. Okay, I've been talking. I have a little ticker on my phone. I've been talking for seven and a half minutes about pops. I feel like it's an important thing to think about. What can we do that we just enjoy that's just relaxing and has no other purpose. All right. I'm really glad that I came out here. I'm really glad I got snack and just had fun. There's some form of mental release that happened and I really feel the difference that it has made. And that, I mean, what more do you want in a self-care day? That's what we are aiming for, I think. I am back in the controlled environment of my recording studio, and I'm going to tell you how I spent the rest of my self-care weekend and let you know how I feel after engaging in all of these different types of rest. First of all, I will say that I decided against going to a museum today, you know, especially after spending the whole day out and about yesterday. I really felt the refreshment of getting out of the house. Uh, There were some extra challenges because I still wanted to be very, very COVID safe but it did feel like taking some safe first steps. And so here's what I did today. One thing I did was my weekly list of weekend chores. And that is something that I track in my bullet journal, which I started doing at the beginning of this year. And I will go into in depth in a later episode. And I set up a tracker for specific weekend chores that I knew would always set me up well for the week, which I'm also gonna go into in a later season episode. So get ready for that. I did those chores and I felt good about that. They can be done pretty quickly and they set me up well for the week. That's a very consistent form of self-care that I engage in. I spent an hour or so in that devotional workbook that I mentioned earlier. I had a phone conversation with my mom. I set up something that I call prayer doors. You might have heard some places will have what they call a prayer wall, a big swath of wall where they hang up paper where people can write prayers. 
Well, as it turns out, I don't really have a swath of wall big enough in my house to do that on. So I do prayer doors and each door is a different theme. I did that earlier in the pandemic and I really loved it. So I set up a fresh bunch. I watched a few episodes of the TV show Space Force on Netflix because it always makes me laugh. And you know what? I watched it without any guilt or without trying to do something productive at the same time. I worked on a very pretty and colorful puzzle for a little while, and that's about it. It really wasn't anything remarkable, but I'll tell you what, I feel truly relaxed uh, thinking about going into the work week tomorrow. And like, it is it is a distinct difference in the way I feel. I think engaging in these different types of rest gave me a breath of fresh air. I think that the literal fresh air did me good, and I think the intentionality of building up those different areas has left me feeling, oh, um, it has reduced my feeling of overwhelm, even though the work that I have to do, nothing has changed to reduce it, but I just feel better about it. And I guess like that's really the point, isn't it? So I will say that it was a success, uh, the self-care weekend and this approach of the different types of rest. All right, let's wrap up this episode with your impact highlights. One, sleep isn't the only rest we need. Engaging in other types of rest can help us feel holistically refreshed and recharged. Two, engage in self-care activities that are personal to you. Your favorite places, your favorite treats, your favorite activities, even if someone else wouldn't necessarily understand. And three, Self-care doesn't have to be fancy or expensive. You can do a lot with what you already have and make something new out of something that's familiar or get a new take on someplace that you already know. I would love to know which of these impact highlights resonates with you the most. So please leave that answer on the post for this episode on any of my social media platforms by searching Melissa Ike. E-I-C-K on Facebook or Instagram and at MJ Ike on Twitter. I'll be back next week with more to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make a positive difference in the world. Until then, please subscribe to this podcast to get inspired and remember that the world needs you to make your impact.